Hey Superman I watched all your movies as a kid I wore a cape, tried to fly away like you always did It's gonna be just like you Hey Superman Hello, hello, what's going on everyone? Happy Tuesday and welcome into episode 17 of Connected by Seams Podcast is the trio back once again, Seth Smith, Danny Espinoza, Garrett Smith down below. Um, this is a fun one. We caught up with a longtime friend of mine, a country singer, songwriter, and fellow monarch and modern day alum, Davey Arnold. Um, awesome conversation. Davey living in Nashville now the last couple of years. Uh, and like we mentioned in the podcast, always nice when we can uh, catch up with someone on a different time zone and make that happen. So Appreciate Davey taking yep. the time uh, and doing that with us. Um, it was a lot of fun. But before we get into all that, uh, a couple of things to catch you up on. The NBA and our um, random hat picks. Your boy, winner, uh, Denver Nuggets coming back from a 3-1 deficit, coming back and advancing. They advance the furthest. So that is, I'm the last team standing. Even though our bet's off, or I mean, it's on, but the, the game's over for us. And I have really no interest in basketball. I, I really hope yeah. to make a shit all over them. Yeah. And uh, just, you know, just I, knock them out, freaking take the wind out of the sails. Well, the game winner last night was pretty sweet. I mean, yeah, yeah it the bet's over, so I, Nuggets can do whatever the hell they want now. Uh, <laughs> they've, already <laughs> yeah. won, they've already won me a prize, so it's all good. Juice that orange. I get it. I get yeah. It. I, I, I like the Lakers, but I want them to shit down their leg. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like that. All right. Well, let's get into what you guys will have to be doing um, with me advancing the furthest. I did not text you guys. I wanted this to just be a bomb dropped on you. Um, I actually wanted to cue up the music here. Let's see if I can do it. You got music? If I can do it quick enough. Uh, This inspo from a couple of different things, but Danny, you played this on an outro, and it's my boy Branches and Big Wet. Um. If you guys have not heard Turn Up on the Weekend, uh, you guys are going to need to check out this video, Danny and Garrett, and you're going to have to put together 15 seconds each of part of this video, (laughs) and you're going to have to make a 30-second video of you guys making your own music video like this. So pick a scene, pick something. It doesn't, obviously, you don't need to be on a yacht doing the freaking dance, but wear an an outfit, do a dance, pick part of the song you guys are on, and you're going to have to do 15 seconds of big wet. When are we going to debut these? This this will be for the next podcast, not for this. This will be for our next podcast. So next Tuesday. If anyone really, if you have not checked out, this this song it is quite the jam from a couple years ago branches and big wet turn up on the weekend uh those are my boys i've told all my friends i have i am in love with that song uh i've actually never seen the video now you guys well you'll be plenty familiar with it now yeah Uh, (laughs) pick your favorite uh i don't know 15 seconds or so you two do your own thing and then I can mash them. See the wheels spinning in Danny's Danny's eyes right now. I'm like trying to think. Like, do we have to sing it? No, no, no. Lip it, lip it. Yeah, like it's on. It's basically a music that you could be in the white pants. I I honestly can't remember 15 seconds of the lyrics. No, you don't have to sing it. It's just like on in the background, and you're like 
acting It's basically out. a TikTok. We're making a TikTok of this song. One million percent. Yep. It's the first time I've ever referenced TikTok. But there you go. I get it. Yeah. There you go. Well, you guys will be on the uh, spotlight. Everyone stay All right. for that. That should be a heck of a time. See if, see if, um, I'll see if my wife wife has a single single piece. Yeah, there you go. Oh, there you go. Yeah. You, got a, you guys got a boat I can sit on? We do. If it stays <laughs> above water, I got one. I know someone. It will be all right. <laughs> um, well, shoot, I'm excited. That's your guys'. This is our first punishment. I bet you so, are. Um, that's a good time. You guys will have to do that. Uh, and we'll just kind of use that. And we should to... collab and do this together. Yeah. Hey, whatever you guys want to do. I just need 30 seconds. That's it. I'm not even asking too much. 30 yeah, seconds. Not too much. Get out of here. Yeah. Somewhere. All right. Yep. Uh, plenty Done. doable. Plenty doable if you ask me. Um, but we'll use that and we'll go right into our highs and lows. Um, a high of mine. Uh, got my ears lowered. Got my uh, oh yeah, let's let's see that haircut. Got the hair chopped. Doesn't look too shabby. Well, I've been in a hat now, but uh, got the ears lowered a little bit. As you can see, obviously looks really good right now. Um, I'll go ahead and put the hat right back on. Yeah, good call. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, but that's a high because I need to get rid of that thing. Um, felt good to have that. Uh, and let's see what else. When it went back out in Mission Bay. Um, had a good time on the water, enjoyed good weather down here, um, hung out with a few friends, did that. And other than that, location, work, holy cow, work's gotten so much better now. I'm no longer having to drive so far. They've, uh, kind of stationed me to a new location that's only like 10 minutes away. Um, so I'm just settling into nice. that. I was, started that, uh, over people, the weekend. Are the but, people better? I don't know. I only, I worked with like the same people both days. Uh, I can tell it's much slower. Um, so we'll see. I mean, I could be good, could be bad. Um, so we'll see. But so far, good, good start. I mean, it's nice getting off work and driving 10 minutes and I'm home. Uh, so I'll take that. But that's a, that's a couple of highs for sure. Um, man, I didn't really think about my lows. Shit. Um, Besides your ears? Yeah, besides my ears, we'll go with that. I mean, dude, I'm a champ this week. You guys are going to have to do a music video. Like, how do I have a low? There's no way. Um, we'll skip the lows for me. You guys take over with your highs and lows. Danny, you oh, want to go? Yeah, low. I've had glasses on for a week, which is driving me nuts. Um, Why is that? I'm having eye surgery. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. So I'm getting corrective uh, LASIK on October 2nd, which I'm stoked about. I mean, you, it's, you can't put anything in your eyes. Until yeah, you. I got to keep my contacts out of my eyes for like three weeks. Yeah. I so um, I just wear, I always wear glasses all day. Thanks for listening, Seth. Um, <laughs> and then. <laughs> hey, way to produce this, Seth. You're doing a great job. Good job. This is actually say, probably the best part of the podcast right now because you're not on it. Oh, you can't hear us either. That's good. That's really that's a good good point. You know, good we point. should make a bet between us right now and then make him lose because he can't hear it. We should, right, Seth? You know, yeah, yeah. So continue your uh, LASIK and yeah. So that was a high. My other oh, that was a low. The high is that I had my having a damn charger. 
And then my other high was that I went riding, I went horseback riding with my son this week, but instead of putting him in my lap, he rode his own horse for the first time. Uh, I saw I, that. I, I held his lead rope, but still um, it was good. And my, and my son turned four, so it was, it was kind of like all good week, good week. Was he all week. about it? Like, did it did it take much convincing? He want, no. He, oh, he wanted to ride his yeah, he, yeah. He, tro- he elected to do it? You didn't yeah. say like, oh, that's – he, oh, yeah. said it, he said it the week before, so I just brought everything just in case he still wanted to do it. And he said, yeah. Yeah. That's that awesome. Sweet. Let's do it. I like it. Yeah, and he turned four, so even better. Well, uh, I guess my turn. So my high is I uh, went out to Havasu and had a hell of a time. Uh, See, now now you guys calling me out on my bullshit last week. It makes sense. I couldn't go to work or I couldn't go to freaking Havasu with Garrett because work. Although I had well, less know, was, days, I couldn't pick days. It all makes sense now. I'm off the you hook. You, you guys missed get out. It. You missed out. Yeah. It was, it was beautiful out there. I mean, it was like, like we were saying, or I was telling you before, it was like 105, maybe a little above that. But weather was perfect. There was like really nobody there. Like it wasn't typical crazy Havasu. So the water yeah, came to the end. The water was freaking, you know, just easy cruising in the boat freaking you know up and down the lake it was beautiful uh it was a great time and then uh you know on the flip side of that while at havasu my uh my apple watch died nice um i've had like i've had this crack in it for a little bit and i smacked it a little little too much i guess somewhere on the boat and shut off so nice I had to continue. It was, dude, that was like within like the first hour of being out there too. And so I wore it the rest of the time because my watch stand was awful. So, well, I mean, two things. Never rely on technology, right? <laughs> Fair enough. Terrible. Fair enough. And the other things, I'm sure you were sober. So, yeah, well, I was real sober. Um, yeah. And, <laughs> uh, totally sober? Totally sober. Yeah. And, but I think I, you know, I got that Apple care on there, so I'm good. Oh, oh there you yeah, go. Yeah, I sent that shit back. And how long did you, good. how long have you had it? A year and a half. Oh, you're, yeah. Nice. Uh, time, yeah. For, time for a new one. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, was, you know, it was meant to be. I got my, I got my, my use out of it. So you're doing your favor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. They're going to give you a, they're going to give you a new one anyways. Yeah. I hope so. Great. <laughs> I hope they stay there. Like, oh yeah, we'll just, just send this guy something new. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know, Apple, they're real, they're real giving over there. So they're all about the people. Well, yeah, well, of course, especially with their prices. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Always looking out as we are here at connected by seams and wanting to present just the best show possible. Uh, again, episode 17. This has been awesome. I can't believe we've, uh, made it this far. Us three are still friends and brothers and, and still getting along and here we are. But, uh and it's cool like i said a modern day alum we're able to uh kind of go to like some roots here you know what i mean and line up some high school buds and it's kind of cool to kind of show you know what's funny from high school to success you know it's it's cool i had this conversation actually this weekend and somebody was asking me about our show and uh then it kind of was going all over the place with like who who are your friends and whatnot and they're asking like are you still, do you talk to people you even went to high school with? And I was like, actually a lot of my like good friends are all guys and or girls from high school. And I was like, it doesn't happen a lot, 
you know? And it was just funny to think about like, yeah, a lot of them are from high school or even before then, like Danny, you and I have, we're working on yeah. what, like 27 years. <laughs> like it's been Probably a while. More. So, yeah. And, and then on the flip side for our show too, it's like everybody we talk to for the most part, there's a connection with, our friendships and just relationships that we've built and, and there's all these interchangeable factors. It's kind of cool. Yeah. No, I agree. That's why we wanted to start the show. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of, same thing. I was talking to someone at dinner one night, they were asking me kind of like, how do you market that podcast, et cetera. And I was like, exactly what I'm doing right now. Like I just have to <laughs> tell you, you know what I mean? It's so much easier to tell people, but it's fun to talk about because you say it and they're like, Whoa, that's really cool. You know what I mean? It's not just, specific like for one particular crowd to you know enjoy so um, yeah anybody anybody could listen yeah yeah that's our hope we hope you guys are still with us as we're still just in the first segment uh but here we are as we get uh ready to we'll send it to the interview again davy arnold uh california boy made himself took himself from the uncomfortable of i hope they like me i hope they take me seriously and yeah well all right. Let him listen. I'm too excited. Thing. I'm too excited. Anyways, <laughs> we'll send it to the interview yeah. with country singer and songwriter Davey Arnold. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome into Connected by Seams podcast. Today, welcomed uh, our guest, country music singer and songwriter, joining us from Nashville, a longtime friend of mine, a fellow monarch of the show, Davey Arnold. So happy we can uh, finally make this happen. How you doing, man? What's up, man? Thank you so much for having me. How you guys doing? Uh, we're doing great. Better awesome. now. Wow. Doing better now, man. This, this is uh, We've been trying to make this work for a while. We know you're a busy man, so we thank you for uh, taking the time and joining us. Um, this should be a good time. We are talking pre-show and realized I should have just pressed record. Uh, <laughs> already catching up, so this will be fun. A uh, little backstory. Davey and I met when we were playing baseball at Modern Day uh, High School in Santa Ana. Uh, you transferred in, what was it, your sophomore year? Yeah, sophomore year. Yeah. Uh, second, second. Uh, yeah, first semester, sophomore year. Yeah, and then I was a year older, so it was my junior year. I could always remember you came in, big guy, uh, but <laughs> even bigger voice, dude. I remember you, like, in the locker room, uh, you were always singing. You, could, you were always jamming, uh, playing music, stuff like that. So it's, it's kind of funny the direction things have gone now. Uh, at that time, oh, where back, where are we but... where are we transferring from? Uh, I went to uh, I grew up in La Habra, California, Whittier La Habra area. So, uh, like uh, high school, north uh, North Orange County, South LA County area, kind of. Where, where were you transferring? School? Where were you transferring from? From La Habra High. So okay, um, oh, okay. I was playing Very baseball. Cool. I was playing baseball and football. I was lucky enough we won CIF um, in football my sophomore year. And I transferred over that next oh, semester. Okay. So I have been trying to get into get into modern day with uh, with you guys for a while, and uh, it they, I got a call, and I was like, "Let's do it, man." Yeah, you That's were awesome. Blanche and them, right? Matt Blanchard and and those guys you were huh, close with, right? Yeah, yeah, we're boys. Yeah. We grew up. Uh, we were buddies since like 10, 11 years old, and uh, we both tried to get in together. And, and uh, even more, he got in, and he he would take me to all the the bon beach bonfires, and that, he was. Yeah, my yeah. That's what I, I remember that. No, seriously, because you transferred in, but you weren't a normal. Like you came in and you knew everyone, and I don't know, maybe you didn't feel comfortable, but it seemed like you came in and and you were comfortable. Like I said, you were singing in the locker room, and and it didn't take 
long for you to kind of get acquainted. And <laughs> I didn't know that. Two-time CIF champ. You, uh, like two others on this show, not including Seth, uh, CIF <laughs> champs. Uh, three CIF champs here from modern day. That's pretty cool. Five years apart, uh, G and Danny in 05, and then Dan, uh, Davey, you winning it in 10. Uh, yeah, kind of talk about that, though, man. Talk about your passion for baseball, sports. We'll get into music, but... Um, yeah. you know, talk about that first and then ultimately winning that CIF championship, your senior season. I mean, dude, ba- growing up, baseball was my whole life. Uh, my dad played a little bit of minor league ball. Um, and ever since I was a little kid, man, we were outside hitting soft toss, wiffle balls and, you know, running laps and, and throwing off the mound. So, man, that was my passion, uh, for as long as I could remember. And, uh, just going to modern day, there's, there's nothing like it, man. They're, professional practices you know we're gonna have the best facilities and just getting after it with I mean our practices our scrimmages man looking back like like being like 17 years old facing four guys throwing over 93 like competing for a for a pinch hitting spot and you know it was amazing you could go looking start at a lot of other places if you wanted but <laughs> I dude it, but I don't regret anything and it, it was a great experience best of guys and uh I mean, and then to cap it off by by winning a, a championship was was unbelievable. That's awesome. Yeah. What's um? What's your thought on what's going on with baseball now? What's that? What's your thoughts on what's going on with baseball now, with everything and the it's, weirdness of the schedule and uh, it's so, everything I mean, that's we, happened. The we, weird is a perfect word, man. I just like wa- watching. I want to get really excited, but it just feels so strange and like abnormal. And like even when they post like the standings of the divisions and like seeing like the, you know. Getting ready for the no playoffs. No division, yeah. It's, it's yeah. really strange, but I'm grateful to watch baseball on TV again, that's for sure. But Well, Nashville is such a big sports town, too. I mean, before, obviously, now COVID, you can't get that true experience. But um, there's no professional team there, but rumblings are that they're really pushing to get one um or so just you know, something like that. What have you – do you know any – I mean, not like insight, but – could you tell us, I mean, are people amped to watch sports, baseball in particular? That so, totally, man. I mean, Nashville really is a, is a passionate city, and we kind of get behind any sports teams that we have. I mean, you saw the Preds make that run a couple of years ago, and we'd flood the streets. Few of them. People were blown away. Um, I know the Nashville Sounds were there. Um, they were the AAA for the 80s. And yeah. then, like, didn't they switch to the Rangers recently or something like that? Yeah, they just did this last year, right? So – there was a rumor going on that the A's were trying to – I mean, for years the A's have been trying to get out of Oakland, but I don't know if the A's were going to come out here when the market would yeah. get back on track. But I'm not sure. I would – I mean, I would love it. I'd be first in line I, getting season tickets and, and I think all the gear. I think, that's, I think that's one of the places they were looking at because I think there's going to be – the league's going to have some expansion teams here within the next five to ten years. There's too many players and not enough teams at this point. And so that's uh, I, I think – yeah, I believe Nashville is one of the sites they're looking at. Um, should be a great place to go play. I mean, God, could you imagine living in Nashville and playing? I mean, that would Dude. be unbelievable. I mean, as a fan and as a player, right? It'd be, it'd be, it'd be so. I mean, on top of that, the travel. If you were in the central or the east coast, you're traveling oh, you're right there. The you're, you're right in the middle. I mean, it's so easy. It'd be such a great place to play. Yeah, I mean, kind of a different sport, but when they had the NFL draft there, oh my 
gosh. Oh, I don't know if nuts. the draft – I mean, they draw pretty well when it's in New York and stuff, but it was freaking packed just for a draft. So uh, to get a, Even a professional new, new buzz something there would, would be pretty sweet. But kind of going back towards you, Davey, um, after that championship, you go, you play a season – uh, junior college, um, you join Garrett and I, part of the uh, OEC, uh, Orange Empire Conference. But yeah. um, during that year, was was music a thought? Were you playing shows? Was it strictly baseball? Kind of walk us through that year and then kind of how you transitioned, you know? I mean, going back, dude, when you were talking about me sitting in, in modern-day locker rooms, I could just be this clear. I was probably singing with like two people in there. But once it got more than like 10 dudes, I would shut up and I kind of came out of my shell as I got a little bit older, but still in junior college, I was still on the baseball train at Fullerton College and, um, you know, starting to write songs. Maybe I wasn't showing anyone yet, but I was definitely like experimenting and like thinking like, oh, I think I could, I think I could write a song, man. And, you know, and, and it slowly started to, to grow. Um, I started to get more passionate about it and uh, kind of dove into it as soon as I ended up leaving Fullerton College and, and transferring to Arizona State. Well, that's perfect segue um, right into you becoming a Sun Devil. Uh, what was the reasoning of going to ASU? Was it music? Was it the area that you could maybe thrive off of uh, knowing what you wanted to do, maybe secretly? Um, was it the education? What, what kind of took you to ASU? Was it, was it the parties? Yeah, that's I mean, that's it, it was the, the ladies. The education, you know, I'm a very scholastic thinking person. Well, of course. Yes. Are very important. And they have a really strict admissions process. I think uh, you have to have a minimum of a heartbeat and a 2.0. Yeah. So hey. uh, I knew I got in there for a reason. <laughs> you did it. Number you one, it, they're number one in innovation this year again. So. Bam. <laughs> Always innovating. Pride, baby. That's Sun Devil pride right there. Um, but uh, no, man, to be honest, I don't, I don't know if you guys can attest to this. When you get so invested in a, in a passion and an obsession like baseball, after it's over, you're kind of like, what the heck am I doing? Like, I, I guess, you know, I had, a, I had a buddy going with me, my buddy Dave. Uh, we toured Oklahoma State together, and we were going to go uh, to whatever school together. I ended up choosing Arizona State. We had a couple other buddies there, but – it was just kind of like, hey, we got in. You get in. Let's go, man. Let's just try it out. Like, we got two years left. Let's just go to Arizona State and, and have a great time. So that's what we ended up doing. No, it's so good school cool. to go have fun. Yeah, it could have been worse. Yeah, yeah, not a bad choice. No, but talk <laughs> about that, dude. You uh, you dropped the bat and glove for, for the sixth string. Where did you start playing? Um, I read a couple of different things. You just play it, you know, maybe a, a couple of different parties or bars locally, yeah. things like that. How did that become a Absolutely. thing for you? Absolutely. Anything and any, anything and everywhere that would, that would take live music. Um, so it started out, um, I did the fraternity thing. I was kind of iffy just being like an, an ex-athlete. I'm like, I don't know if I'm a frat guy or if I want to do the fraternity thing. And, and a couple of my buddies uh, that I already knew that were there, you know, kind of pushed me into doing it. And, I mean, super thankful that I, that I took that jump and went out of my comfort zone. Like I was talking about before, I was kind of a shyer guy, never wanted to be, you know, like too much attention on me. But um, when I was pledging the fraternity, we go to a, we went to a sorority house to like their chapter meeting and you have to do like some silly dance thing. And there was like 16 of us and <clears throat> we're getting ready to go. And uh, do you remember like, the dance? You, what's that? Do you remember the dance? Well, here, here's the thing. I'm like, dude, uh, I don't dance. I'm a terrible dancer. <laughs> and 
that we were practicing and the active members were like, dude, this looks like, sh can you cuss, can, can I curse? Yes, yeah, you can say oh, whatever yeah, you want. Yeah, you like, dude, this looks out. like shit. You guys are embarrassing. We cannot do this. And like, what else do we got? What else do we got? And I remember they're like, this guy plays guitar and can sing. And I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> and we end up, long story short, I just end up playing guitar. They buy like $1 cowboy hats from the Dollar General. And they all stand behind me and I sing and play guitar for the sorority in front of like 300 girls. Must have been a tough what, day after that. I, I figured oh, yeah, after that. But that was rough. I was like, man, if I'm so shy, if, if I could do this, I could play in front of anyone. If I can play in front of 300 college girls. We, yeah. we weren't sober, okay? We, we definitely did the whole bottle pull of some Vitaly <laughs> classic courage, for sure. Yeah, but did we, um, did, did we get a naked cowboy performer and just guitar <laughs> sitting up there on the stage? It wasn't like, I didn't drink that much. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like Jenny and Forrest Gump. Just PG thirteen. Yeah, yeah. Always. <laughs> always. Well shoot, man, was it was it when you did start going around and just, you know, playing at different places, was it just you solo or was it you and maybe someone else that kinda tagged along early on? It, uh, it was just was me, like man, and just it was just me just trying to figure it out. Um, and then I, as I graduated, I, I was thinking what to do with my degree and what I wanted to accomplish. And I went on a Craigslist and this guy posted a, a thing of her country cover band, Need a Singer. And it was like a two hour drive audition in my garage. And I'm like, call my girlfriend at the time. Now my wife, I go, Hey babe, like if I get abducted, here's the address. <laughs> like I'm driving in the middle of BFE, Arizona. And I'm going to like audition in this guy's garage. Like, do I bring like a weapon? What do we? <laughs> and uh, I thought he was gonna have you know a bottle of lotion, like put the lotion on the skin. Oh, he was ready. <laughs> but uh, that was my first cover band, man, and we hit it off and started just started just walking into any bar in Tempe, the college town, and just you guys have live music? No, but can you? Like, if I bring everything, and my first gig was this bar called Moonshine. Yeah. Bar on Tempe, uh, on called Mill Avenue. It was like the big bar scene, but. I went in there and I go, hey, man, can I play happy hour five to seven? He goes, yeah. I'm like, can you guys pay me anything? He's, no, but <laughs> you can get tips and you get like a percentage of the bar sales or something. And they're like, this guy's not going to bring anyone. And my like next like seven, eight weeks, there was like 120 dudes all drunk, getting drunk at 530, <laughs> you know, calling everyone. I'm just sitting there playing acoustic. They're all Margaritaville, play, you know, wagon wheel, you know, and it, as great friends should be doing in the crowd. That is awesome. <laughs> it, was, it was the college beers, you know, like $2 drafts. It's ridiculous yeah. prices, you know. But. Let, me oh Let me ask you a question. You're from Orange County. and Yeah. Um, obviously, country music. We all like country music. Um, my family grew up in the country. I'm, I'm into hunting. I got horses. I got a ranch and stuff. Tell people how you got into country music. Where's country music come from? Because every time people see me with horses or see me doing anything country where I'm at, that's all I wear is boots. They say, how the hell are you wearing boots? You're from Orange <laughs> County. So give, give people just a background maybe of where it comes from. Um, so, I mean, growing up, dude, I wasn't big in the pop punk metal scene, just like everyone in Orange County, just because it's everywhere, skateboarding music. And as I kind of got older, I kind of gravitated towards like the – like the rockier country guys, Kenny Chesney, uh, Eric Church was my dude, Dirk Bentley. Um, and then I got, there was a time when I got really into Gary Allen when I was like starting to write songs. Gary Allen's from Whittier, where I grew up. And he was pretty big in the early 2000s, 90s, yeah. had his time. And uh, 
it kind of hit me like, damn, if, if this guy can do it, and if I love singing country songs, if this guy could do it, like, because you always get worried, like, man, what if they think I'm not cool because I'm from California, you know? I don't oh, yeah. have, like, a big, thick southern accent, and I don't, I didn't grow up on a farm, but I was like, hey, man, if Gary Allen could do it, Dirk's Bentley is from Arizona, like, I got into him, he's, he's one of my idols, too. I was like, hey, man, if they could do it, that kind of gave me the confidence, but honestly, dude, like, hitting, hitting batting practice, it might have been your playlist, Seth. Were you making playlists for our batting practice? Was that you or is that someone else? Wow, shout out guy? Mark. Um, my stepdad, Mark Bright. He, I'm sure I like helped him or whatever, had some input, but Mark kind of did that and then did the whole like PA thing. Um, wow, oh, there he you would go. be, he'll be fired up that you just said that. <laughs> That's I mean, cool. like hidden BP to like Beer in Mexico and like, you know, oh, Tim McGraw man. and stuff like that. It was like, dude, this is me, man. This is, I'm, I'm all in, baby. That's good. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. That's what I know. People, I mean, I'm, I'm not obviously. I, I just like being in the country and stuff. But people, I was like, "How the hell are you hunt? You're from Orange County. Why do you hunt? Why are you on a farm? Why do you do all that shit?" And I'm like, "Who doesn't want that? So that's that's the liar. <laughs> I don't have a you know. You don't have a boss out there. You don't have anybody telling you what to do out there. And you, know, you get to listen to the best music and just hang out and drink beer with the guys. Hell yeah, man, dude. I mean, Cal- being in California too. There's so much different. There's so much different types of terrain out there where you can get your mountains, you can get your beach, you can get your big city stuff. So, I mean, I love, dude, I, if I could, I would fish every single day. I'm obsessed with bass fishing, obsessed with outdoors. So I think that was always just a big passion of mine, but playing baseball, you didn't really, I didn't really have a weekend to go fish. So once kind of baseball went out, that's when songwriting music took over and outdoor stuff, shooting guns and having more time to do that opened up a whole new horizon for you. That's pretty sweet, man. Well, you kind of became, I don't know, you, you were able to become kind of a mainstay in that area. You've played a bunch. Do you have a, uh, a favorite local place um, where you maybe start, uh, started that, that you felt most comfortable or uh, want to give anyone a shout out? Um, back, I mean, back in Arizona. Um, yeah. Yeah. So just following my story, I mean, starting that cover band and then kind of finding my way of how to perform and how to write songs and how to, you know, like be an entertainer, um, started making a name for myself out there. Um, it turned into getting kind of in main, uh, opening act for any national concert that came to town. So it, it kind of took off really fast. We started to make a name for ourselves. We did, uh, my first big show ever was Joe Nichols. Um, we opened for him up in Flagstaff. Um, there's like 10,000 people there, 8,000 people. Wow. Um, then it, it snowballed into uh, Brothers Osborne, like yeah, taking shots of bourbon with them backstage and yeah, and opening. then we ended up doing a uh, a sold out show with Dirk Bentley. He played the Phoenix Waste Management Open a few years back, and we got to open with him. We got an hour and a half set, and it was all original music on our like rotating stage in front of thousands. And awesome, how surreal! With Dirk backstage, I mean, that was the moment where I was like. Holy shit, man! I think I could totally do this if I if I want to. And um, so yeah, Arizona was huge for me for development, learning who I am, uh, learning how to write a song, um, how to how to entertain, and just kind of have given me the confidence to, you know, take that jump and believe in your dreams. You know, chase your dreams essentially. Yeah, well, yeah it's gotta be that's gotta be tough to. I mean go from playing you know in front of friends or family or however to like 
all right, now you're now you know everything's on you on stage in front of ten thousand people. That's got to be nerve wracking as hell. Like that's like none it of us blew, have experienced that. It blew my mind, man, and uh, it was something I'll never forget. I, I remember <laughs> my boss. I, I was working a sales job at the time, and I'll never forget this. And my boss is so cool. He, he let me have the freedom of doing like radio interviews in the conference room and and getting the time off when I had shows or I had to go out of town. And I remember playing that show on a Thursday night and playing the show, drinking with Dirks after, hanging with his band, staying up to like 4 a.m. Just, oh, fun fact, you know who was there at the after party? Tim Salmon. Tim Salmon. Oh. Because his brother, his brother was part of the foundation that helped book Dirks or something like that. Okay. So I was like drinking with Tim Salmon. I'm just like, this is the best time. <laughs> Growing up like a big age family. Like, yeah. Double whammy, and, uh, dude. Dude, it was Kingfish, man, going upstream with upstream, Kingfish. Baby. After party. <laughs> oh my gosh. But uh nice Rex other reference. But uh Yeah. You but, even uh, did the whole yeah, thing dude, I, too. Um, I, remember, I remember going to work that next day, sitting in the cubicle at like seven AM. I for, for I'm a dumbass for not taking time off, but the next morning I'm at work, just hung over, putting my like face in my 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 face in my hands at my desk and my boss was at the show too and, and my buddies from work, they're like, dude, you killed it. I'm just like, yeah, dude, that was awesome. And now I'm like, I'm dead. <laughs> yeah. That was just the beginning. Holy cow. Well, shoot, you so, mentioned the big names that you've opened up for. Um, yeah. In three plus years now, you've played over 300 shows uh, throughout wow. that Arizona and Southwest area that you mentioned. Yeah. Uh, you've taken the stage at some huge venues, man, including the MGM Las Vegas uh, Arizona's yeah. largest country festival, Country Thunder, uh, Bird's Nest in oh, Scottsdale. Yeah. Uh, which kind of stands yeah. out to you as like a favorite or what kind of hit home the most for you uh, through all those different experiences? Uh, the Dirks thing was – the Dirks thing at the Bird's Nest was probably my favorite just because he – like I said, he was – he's my one of my idols. And just talking with him and, and just – him showing me like, dude, if this guy from, like I said, like this guy from Arizona could do it. Like, man, I could do this. And he straight up asked me when we were talking backstage and he's like, when's your guys' next show? Like, where's your guys' next run? I'm like, I'm playing your bar on Friday. He goes, where at? I'm like, God still, I'm playing happy hour. He's like, you don't live in Nashville? And I'm just like, no. He's like, dude, you got to get your ass to Nashville, man. What are you doing? And I'm just like, oh, <laughs> Whatever you say, but uh, yeah, that one, the Las Vegas one was really cool. That one, I we got like the celebrity treatment, um, got way more than what we should have having our own little suites and rooms and living the Vegas life. I remember on the on the um, there was like a little marquee outside the MGM next to the T-Mobile uh, arena, and it was says like Davy Arnold, uh, Clay Walker. Bobby Bones at the MGM, and then like on the next one it says George Strait at the T-Mobile, uh, whatever. The, oh shit! Dude. So you were there at the NFR. I'm like, you were there at the NFR. NFR. Around the NFR. The on? NFR in 2016. God damn! Yeah, I, was, I went to the I went to the to the George Strait one that night. I wish I would have known. Oh, did you really, man? You were yeah. right next door. I go to the NFR every single year. No way, man! That's hilarious. That's oh, awesome. I gotta start. I gotta start looking out for this stuff. Wow. And then, Funny story, though, um, just piggybacking on the NFR thing. When I moved to Nashville, I pick up a bartending gig. And um, it's like my second week. And I'm working behind the bar. And this lady comes up and she goes, oh, my God, I saw you at NFR and at the MGM. 
like you signed my hat like you were amazing like you you moved to, you live in nashville like you bartend i'm like oh yeah like what's your name da, 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 da. and the guy i was working with looked at me like who the fuck are you hey. <laughs> dang dude i'm like no man like i just it's moved to town like, like I'm that. Man. I <laughs> or anything but like i swear he, he, he never looked at me the same he'd be like hey man you want to you want to you want to split my my tenders you want something <laughs> dude <laughs> but just piggyback on the nfr thing man it was so funny i mean that had to have been one of the biggest perks you thought that was going to come out of this is that you could split some chicken split tenders some with tenders. a coworker, right like that's a when i that's sit a down score. and write this song man i'm writing a song for chicken tenders yeah i like that <laughs> i like that man um well shoot let's let's kind of talk about that you just released uh your newest hit um superman um talk about the backstory behind the uh often talked about superman yes yeah, um just growing up it's almost like you you go from the wild and crazy 21 22 to getting a little soft spot in your heart um i'm 28 so uh you know it was one of those rights where like man you guys you guys feel like writing a, a country song and not just like a, a party I mean, don't get me wrong I've, I've written a ton of party songs and kind of like fun songs but you guys want to like write something from the from the gut from the heart tonight and we sat there for four or five hours and I had this idea Superman about, uh, you know, putting baseball players or, uh, superheroes on your wall, but they're nothing like your dad. And, um, we started writing it. And I remember my, my wife texted me like, where are you? It's been like, it's almost nine 30. I'm so hungry. And I'm like, Oh crap. I told her I was bringing home dinner. It's like, it better be a really good song. And it turned out it's probably my favorite song I've ever written, man. And my dad's a huge inspiration to me. Um, my best friend and, you know, got me into baseball and he's now he's my number one fan. I mean, he'll, I mean, Seth, man, if he, if he saw you at his work, he would go sprinting up to you and he'd be like, how you doing? You should check out Davey's new song here. Listen, listen, you know? <laughs> yeah. You gotta and, love uh, that though. That's so awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. So we wanted, we wanted to write a song for our dads and yeah, I put that out on father's day and uh, yeah. Dude, it was so favorite. good. I heard it and was like, holy cow. I think I texted you because you had sent it to me and I sent it to these guys and and right away heard response on it, but it's a heck of a jam. Um, again, it's called Superman, but before we kind of tell people where to get it, uh, you're recently married and we mentioned the new single. What's up, man? How's life treating you in the music city? Is there anything upcoming uh, show wise? Where can people check you out? Yeah, man. Um, you can check me out. It's DaveyArnold.com. First D-A-V-E-Y-A-R-N-O-L-D.com. I have music out on Spotify, Apple music, all that stuff. And excuse me, the last, the last few months, I've just been dealing, rolling with the punches like everyone in this country. We heard that. You're just grinding, man. We can appreciate and, that. Uh, That's uh, We're all about that, man. You were scratching right. and clawing, and, and we love Writing that. songs, demoing songs, and seeing which one, when it's kind of feeling out with my team and seeing when the next song should come out um, and just taking it from there. I think 2021 is going to be a huge, huge year for music because a lot of word around town right now is just like, anticipation for when the stuff starts to slow down and shows can start coming back because i mean nashville um definitely flipped, flipped on its back here with all the shows getting shut down all the live music venues but good news oh, is i'm it's sure it's looking, waiting to erupt it's it's looking like it's on it's getting an attorney or crossing a turning point i should say yeah. yeah i can imagine with the with what happened there the devastation and then everything that you know with the music being shut down or concerts being shut down and i mean that I've been there one time and I didn't get to really experience it. 
And I could only imagine what that place is like going out and listening to some good music. And now that it's been shut down, I'm sure everyone's just anticipating just when everyone's going to open back up and, and get going again. Yeah, man, I, you can already see the energy starting to come back in the towns, uh, in the towns bars and all the different music, kind of like uh, we call it Music Row, where everyone writes songs, where all the publishers and, and um, kind of businesses are. But yeah, dude, totally. Um, it's just thinking positive. I mean, it looks like everything's getting back, slowly getting back to normal. But I was going to ask you guys if you've, ever, if you've ever been out here. Have you guys oh, yeah. hear it, Seth? I have not. I, it's I on have. my list, though. I have to, man. I I want to so bad. I've heard too many great things about it. I enjoyed that Nashville a few times, and one time way too much. Uh, <laughs> it's a no. Nashville's I've heard it's easy great, to do that. Yeah, no, it's a great environment. I love going out there, and I do the people in Nashville too. That's the other thing. Just going out everywhere, they're they're awesome. It's, it was a good place. Yeah. Well, shoot, Davey. Nashville always wins, man. Nashville always wins. Don't try to beat Nashville. Don't try and beat it. No. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure you've learned it's that. It's the new lesson. Vegas. It, it sounds like Vegas. experience talking there. <laughs> uh, it's, it's quite an experience now, man, with all the bachelorette parties and all the, oh, all the yeah. madness. But it's great. It's what makes it fun. And like you said, everyone's in such a good mood all the time and uh, just a great energy. So it's, it's really exciting to think about that coming back. So. Sweet, man. Well, fellow Monarch, we couldn't be any more happy that you took the time to join us. Uh, Everyone go check it out. Superman just released not too long ago. Uh, He's all over the place. Spotify, Apple, check him out. Davey Arnold, uh, DaveyArnold.com as well. But uh, man, this was a blast, Davey. I I know it uh, took us a little time to uh, set this up, but thanks for staying patient and thanks for working with us and and giving us the dates and, and everything that works, man. Uh, you're not even on the same time zone, so we can always appreciate that. So thanks, dude. Of course, man. Any, anytime. I'm so so happy to hop on this, and it was great. Uh, great meeting you too, Garrett, Danny, Seth. Nice to see Pleasure you. Pleasure meeting you. But uh, yeah, if you guys you come too, out sir. here, please let me know. You're more than welcome to stay, and we can fish and, and party and have, have, a, have a good time. Yes, sir. You're the awesome. man. Thank you very much, Davey. We'll talk to you soon, man. Take care. Cheers. See you. Cheers. Cheers. Bam, there's the end of the interview with Davey Arnold, as mentioned, a longtime friend of mine, getting a chance to know him for a number of years now, going back to our high school days, although, you know, that just, you know, three, four years ago, uh, back in high school, Um, (laughs) but not too long ago, it was Davey, you know, singing in the locker room, and you hear him talk about if it was a big crowd, he would get nervous, and now, shoot, a little over three years, he's played over 300 shows. Um, opened up in some of the in front of some of the biggest names, Dirk Bentley, Brothers Osborne, Joe Nichols, just huge names in the industry. And uh, he's just a, a very fun and loving guy. Uh, actually knows Olivia Fay, who was a, a guest earlier on the show. Um, so that connection as well. And just a lot of cool talking points throughout that whole conversation, I thought. Isn't it bizarre yeah. that he was shy? Like as, yeah. as outgoing and easy to talk to and like doing these shows, I could see like, there's a lot of shy people that are artists and musical musically gifted and like can do that, but take them off stage and they're like clammed up. But he is, he, he doesn't fit that for me. I would have never guessed that. Yeah. I don't think he's a natural introvert. I think he, um, it's just stage, you know, not a stage fright, but it's just, you know, the fear of the unknown of being in front of the amount of people or, 
you know, getting judged for the first time in front of your peers or in front of an audience. Like, I think it's just getting over that. But I thought what was crazy was he was like, oh, yeah, I know. Olivia's like, I take your order when I'm bartending. I'm like. <laughs> at Puckett's or whatever, where she absolutely <laughs> No raped. way. At that place? Oh, you yes. weren't there. Yeah, yeah we I wasn't on there. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Yeah. But it was like, I was like, I was like, dude, like, he's got some good songs out. Like, and he's played in some big places. And he Wait, still has, bartending. and he's still, still bartending. And that just shows that, like, as cool as this is, and he's on, you know, iTunes and his music's on Spotify, all this stuff, like, he still has to grind. He's still grinding. Like, yeah. this is this is not just That's the easy route. He's got, a, he's got a good voice. He's still grinding. He's still working multiple jobs. So, kudos to him. I mean, that's – he's doing what he loves, you know, but it's not, at the same time, it's not necessarily easy, easy. Yeah, it's tough to argue if if Dirk Bentley is going to tell you, hey, I think you have something. You should probably move to Nashville. Right. Probably should book your flight like yesterday. Uh, Get your ass there. You know what I mean? Like, no, that's what like that's what you have to do. Like, Like that's so freaking cool. Um, Speaking of Dirks, like, how about he plays the show and then he tells him, "I'm playing at your bar after this." First of all, you're playing with a guy that has a bar named after him, (laughs) and he didn't like. How cool is that? I think that's freaking sweet. Yeah, and it's pretty awesome. I mean, I, it's just, it's, um, you know, I, I wish him a ton of success, you know, just because of the fact that he is grinding and he's not, you know, he doesn't have that, that easy route, but he's grinding. He's got a good song. The Superman song is a damn good song. Damn good song. Um, it was the really intro. Good. If anyone's yeah. listening, it was the intro to our podcast. It's so good. It's a very good song. I really enjoy listening to it. I downloaded it on uh, iTunes. Um, so anyone listening, go get it, you know, download it. But just the the fact that he's still working, like, I'm just like, damn, it's a tough industry. It's not as easy as we all thought, you yeah. know? Yep. Yeah, they, they do a, a good job of, of masking that on social media or, or whatever it might be. But yeah. when you get to know him. Because he's got a big following, too. Big following, you know what I mean? But when you get to know him and, and appreciate that grind, and that's what we hope to share, you know what I mean? Like, that's what this show is about is, like, yeah, he's got 11,000 followers, whatever on Instagram. He plays shows. He keeps himself busy, but he's got to make a living too. You know what I mean? And he's right. willing to do that. And uh, But it's so cool. I mean, I've always, always, and I'm not just saying this because he hopped on the pod, but I have always had a soft spot for that guy. Uh, ever since day one, he transferred in. He is, he's just, he's a bright light that walks into the room. You know what I mean? And you guys got to see a little piece of that. And yeah. that's what I wanted to, to share on this. And and like Danny said, go check him out. He's all over the place. Spotify, Apple, download Superman. Um, but I just wanted to get that out there uh, about Davey. So that was awesome. Yeah, no, he definitely is a, like a bright light when he walks into a room. I see what you're saying. He, you know, just so easy to talk to. Um, enjoyed talking to him. I mean, what a, what a nice guy. Um, the fact that he's a, a monarch and um, – Shoot. You know, hopefully, hopefully we can get his help him get his name out there a little bit more to other people I didn't know about. Even my sisters who are, you know, roughly your age, Seth. Yeah. Yep. They didn't know. Um, they didn't know who he was, and so you know, just by you know educating that just uh, maybe the people that are around us, just for him, yeah. for his support to to go get his music, and hopefully it'll give him a little bit more of a boost after all this COVID bullshit. To get him back going get hard back again, on the you road know? and in exactly front of people. ride yeah. that low man. Oh yeah, it just goes to the show too. Like he's he's got the talent, obviously. Oh he's yeah, always had it. But talent only gets you so far. You got to get yourself in the right position. I mean, shoot, man, it's sports business, 
music, acting. Got to get that that big break, and it sounds like he's on his way, though. Yeah. I mean, I agree. I agree. And if he needs a, if he needs a backup singer, <laughs> yeah, we'll, wait, we'll, wait see, your, we'll, we'll see in the music video, video dude. Yeah. When that when that drops, <laughs> I tell you what, that'll be dropping shortly. You guys will not want to miss that. Dropping you won't want to miss nah, PG. the uh, upcoming shows. A uh, lot on tap here at Connected by Seams, but we're excited. That was episode seventeen of this podcast and so excited that you guys have joined us once again and if you've been here since day one we thank you but yes, if this sir. is your first time joining us we hope you liked it and again check us out spotify youtube soundcloud um apple uh review, right. review. yeah leave us a comment leave a, yeah leave a review i mean tell us we're horseshit or tell us we need Get to do something, something better yeah, something. something. Talk about Danny's glasses it. or yeah. hair or something. Like, well, yeah. how excited Talk about that bad beard Garrett's got. Yeah, yeah it's, it's coming in. It's, you know, I'm yeah. getting there. You're lucky I shaved mine. I don't want to show you guys up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, give us, give us some kind of feedback. Just be like, oh, you guys are a piece of shit. I hope you guys just shut up. Great. Well, maybe we'll change what we're doing then. Yeah. Yeah, or maybe we won't, please. Or maybe we won't. Who gives a shit? But hey, yeah. uh, <laughs> everybody just tell you to fuck off. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But hey, we will have an announcement coming soon of our contest uh, giveaway um, from last episode. Thank you to everybody for participating as well. Yeah, yeah we got a lot of good feedback yep. on that. Yep. We want to thank everyone for doing that. Um, we have selected a winner, though, and get that person their autograph. Signed baseball by our boy, Danny Espinoza. So, again, that does it, though, for us here at Connected by Seams. Seth Smith, Garrett Smith, and Danny Espinoza. Uh, we out. Thanks again for tuning in from wherever you Appreciate may have. Guys. Episode 17 now in the books. Join us next Tuesday where episode 18 comes your way. But thanks again, guys. We out. Thanks, y'all. Hey, Superman. You never taught a boy to pray How to ride a bike or drive a ship